Hello, and welcome back to the Energy Scan podcast, your weekly access to timely analysis and data on energy markets from top experts at NG Global Energy Management and Sales. I am your host, Zoe. This program is dedicated to exploring the weekly macroeconomic trends as well as focusing on the oil market. We will be interviewing Olivier Gasnier, Senior Economist at NG Gems for Macroeconomic, Foreign Exchange and Oil Market Research. Hi, Zoe. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. The Eurozone's inflation rate for February is out and it is not good. Indeed, the, the figures are much higher than expected, surprising everyone with score component accelerating from 5.3 to 5.6% year on year. And this has supported the euro dollar exchange rate, which has risen above 106. So the markets are anticipating a key CB rate of 4%, up uh, 150 basis points from its current level. But apart from the services PMIs, the activity indicators have not been very good since the beginning of the year. And the European Commission survey showed a drop in confidence on credit to business on for the purchase of properties already slowing down. So it's possible that monetary tightening will cease as early as June, while core inflation will most likely have fallen in April and May due to a very favorable base effect. All right. And what about in the US? Are we witnessing similar trends? In the US, uh, rates also rose slightly, but less hawkish statements by some Fed central bankers at the end of the week and expectations of further monetary tightening. Uh, the markets are now expecting three 25 base points hikes until June and potentially one additional hike. But the likelihood of a return to uh, 50 base point hikes has declined. Yet, activity indicators are generally good or even improving. Core durable good orders are uh, were up by 0.8% in January. Uh, we have seen a strong rebound in pending home sales, uh, the first rise in the manufacturing ISM for six months. According to the conference board, our overall confidence has fallen, but opinion on the labor market is not weakening. On moreover, unit labor costs uh, were revised upwards significantly in Q4 2022. Mm-hmm. I hear we might be getting some news on the U.S. job market in the coming week. Yes, uh, the February U.S. the job report is out this week. The number of new jobs in January, uh, which exceeded 500,000, initiated the vast correction in expectations regarding Fed policy and triggered a sharp rise in bond rates. Uh, so the U.S. two-year rate has uh, risen from 4.1% to 4.9% since the January report. And for the month of February, the consensus is at plus 200K, which represents a clear decline, but in my view still seems high if one considers that the January figure has, was quite exceptional and must be corrected. To complicate matters, uh, year-on-year wage growth should rebound strongly due to a strong base effect. But this is correctly anticipated by the consensus, which expects plus 4.8% after plus 4.4% year-on-year. So all in all, the risk is clearly to see the market once again mistake their desire for reality and erase part of the recent uh, rate rise if uh, indeed job creation falls short of expectations. 
and to conclude on global macroeconomic trends, what's going on in China? Uh, in China, the sharp rise in PMIs in February validates hopes of a strong rebound in activity in the short term, but the authorities have calmed the most optimistic expectations by retaining only a GDP growth target of plus 5% this year, while stressing the need to limit financial risks, uh, particularly in real estate. Next week, we should be starting to get some figures from China on early 23, and in particular, those of the trade balance. Sweet transition to the oil markets. How are those expectations of Chinese demand recovery influencing prices? Uh, crude oil prices have uh, rebounded last week, boosted by the rebound in the PMIs. Uh, so, uh, for example, Brent first nearby rose by 2.7 dollar per barrel to uh, 85.8 dollar per barrel. The sharp rise in U.S. exports to a record high 5.6 million barrel per day in the week ending uh, on the 24th of February has also reinforced hopes of higher imports from China. However, uh, prices have already been pulled down by the modest GDP growth target since then. These price variations don't seem very marked at all, do they? No, you're right. Uh, this increase is in line with the trend in place uh, since the beginning of December. We can even see that the amplitude of the oscillations around 83, 84 the upper barrel for Brent continues to narrow. We talked about China's impacts. What about Russian sanctions? As previously announced by the Russian authorities, uh, domestic oil production will be reduced by uh, 500k barrel per day in March. In parallel, on the unrelated, until uh, proven otherwise, exports from Baltic and Black Sea ports will be reduced by 25 uh, percentage point, or about 500k barrel per day, so the same as uh, for the output. For the time being, the halt in EU imports of uh, Russian oil products is not being felt as the shock has, had been anticipated and stocks are high too. But the longer delivery times may in future uh, weaken the ability to adjust supply to demand. So all in all, there has been a slight increase in uh, crack spreads, but also in time spreads, uh, which reflects a tighter market and increased risks in the event of a strengthening in demand. Thank you, Olivier, for these clear insights. See you all next week for your weekly Energy Scan podcast. Stay up to date about energy market trends in no time, build market views with top quality data, and interact with experts to support your decision making. Visit energyscan.ng.com to learn more.